0: You're now listening to The Sound of Sanity. This sound will continue for the duration of the program. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Sound of Sanity. I am excited about this episode. And why not? I mean, you saw the title of the episode. It's called Joe Biden's Dog Declares War on America. (laughs) Isn't that an awesome title? I'm really excited about this. And that, you know, it's a little hyperbolic. But is it? Is it? We'll find out. My name is Nathan, your humble and obedient host. That's Ben. Ben. Associate producer. Hi, Ben. Hello. You ever declared war on America before? No. You ever found yourself in the position of being Joe Biden's dog? (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) A salient political commentary from Ben. (sighs) Why don't you introduce the third member of the Triumvirate of Terror? Pastor Jake Menzel. Hey, what's up? Ask him if he's ever declared war on America.
1: Have you ever declared war in America, Jake? Jesus is king. Does that count?
0: Maybe. Mm, it might. Let it's, us get back to you. Ask him if he's ever been Joe Biden's dog. Have you ever been Joe Biden's dog? Not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware
1: of. Not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. But if I were at not one point aware. Joe Biden's dog,
0: I don't know that I would have the wherewithal to realize I was Joe Biden's dog. Hmm. I am not currently, nor have I ever been Joe Biden's dog.
1: Depends on what your definition of
0: is, is, or was, 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 is. Or dog is. Yeah. What is dogness? And how does one have it? Is there a platonic form of dogs, Jake? Or is there an Aristotelian dog, whatever Aristotle thought? I forget what Aristotle's ontology was if I ever knew it. I don't know. You don't know what Aristotle's ontology was? (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know. You don't know? the first step of knowing anything oh yeah that's old that's that's socrates yeah i went back i don't know i don't know i'm just i'm just asking questions here that's that's my impression of socrates (laughs) i can't get a word of that guy (laughs) hey guys joe biden's dog is the subject of this episode yeah and we are going to i do not actually think that this is too bold of a claim we are going to talk about how one tweet about joe biden's dog declares war on at least a segment of America. The segment that we- Occupy. Occupy. Now, maybe that's too bold of a claim. Maybe it's exactly the right boldness. Maybe it's not bold enough. There's only one way to find out, and that's to have a discussion about this tweet about Joe Biden's dog. I think you've got it pulled up, right, Jake? Yep. Now, who tweeted this tweet?
1: This is a tweet from Charlie Haynes. He's a producer and reporter for BBC News and is at BBC Hard Talk.
0: So if he He is is. declaring war on a segment of America, maybe we're like the Paul Revere. We see this British man coming.
1: After four years of no dog in the White House, Champ and Major Biden will be moving in and Major will be the first ever rescue dog to be first canine. You got a picture of... Joe, with his hands in his pocket, looking dapper, he and this dog are staring off into space while standing on a red carpet. And then a picture of Jill and two dogs laid out on doggy beds with little Biden for president flags adorning them.
0: After four years of no dog in the White House, Champ and Major Biden... We should clear up some confusion, because I was confused about this earlier today. It's not one dog's name is Champ and the other dog's name is Major Biden, (laughs) as awesome as that was. and Major.
1: Yeah. But we just, now we give
0: dogs last names apparently, so Champ Biden and Major Biden. Champ Biden and Major Biden will be- Like children. Moving into the White House. And Major will be the first ever rescue dog to be the first canine. Now, I don't know. I don't think the devil's advocate's going to come out this episode, but that seems like a pretty innocuous thing, right? Joe Biden's got some dogs. Yep. All right. Great. Big deal. Or isn't it? Let's talk about this tweet. All right. Great. <laughs> uh, how do you guys want to break this down? After four years of no dog in the White House, Champ and Major Biden will be moving in and Major will be the first ever rescue dog to be the first, first cane. I don't know. There's so many different parts of this tweet. Where do you want to start?
1: Okay. So here's the deal. This tweet is actually making an argument. And the argument basically amounts to, we are all now unified and we are all behind Joe Biden because we're not monsters. That's the argument. And anybody that is not behind Joe Biden is a monster and we're declaring war on them. That is implicit. And that's implicit in the argument. And the argument basically goes like this. Dogs in the White House are better and more human than not having dogs and pets. Joe Biden has dogs. President Trump has no pets. Rescue dogs are even better. They're next level better than having dogs in the White House. That makes Joe Biden more of a man than Donald Trump. Joe Biden is an everyman, a good, normal, everyday sort of everyman, unlike Donald Trump. And therefore, we can all get behind this and celebrate Joe Biden's dogs because they're a symbol of the unity that we all have because we are everyman. And we are not monsters like Donald Trump. That's the argument.
0: And you got all that out of one little dog tweet, Jake. Yeah,
1: we worked it out together. I I do hear a dog whistle somewhere, Jake. The reason we want to talk about this, right, is because this is such an innocuous little tweet or an innocuous sounding tweet. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just Joe Biden and his dogs. And anybody that would press the devil's advocacy alarm would be like, what are you talking it's about? about? It's a tweet about how the man
0: has dogs.
1: And it actually is nice that he has dogs. And rescued, it is a good thing that he has rescued. It's like all, But all these things are assumptions. Mm-hmm. And they're assumptions that are all meant to make you feel pressed if you are not a fan of Joe Biden being the next president. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of thing that you see Coming at you from a a million different places and a million different ways every day now. All this sort of like sycophantic pro-Biden propaganda mm-hmm. to make you feel just weird uh, for not liking a guy. Yeah, you're you're weird. You're wrong. You're it's this pressure that you feel that you may not even be able to RT. It just sort of builds up. Mm-hmm. So we thought, let's just break this down a little bit. Yeah, it is a small example, but The claim, I don't think, is too big to make. It's an act of aggression, as I I think Nathan put it.
0: I I think it's only a small example if you want to deny that connotation is a thing. If you want to say, all we can ever do is look at the text, because we're morons, then (laughs) it's not an act of aggression. (laughs) And that is, in fact, what a liberal would do if you were arguing with them. They'd say, hey, look at the text, man. Okay, there is... Inherent subtext. There is inescapable subtext to this. There is stuff that is being connoted by this. Th- this is saying that Joe Biden isn't every man, right? I keep, did you guys ever see the old Tonight Show with Johnny Carson where old Jimmy Stewart comes on and he reads the poem about his dog named Bo? Yep, yep. There's a dog named Bo.
1: I feel that stare and I reach out my hand to stroke his hair. And he's not there. Oh, how I wish that wasn't so. I'll always love a dog named Bo.
0: Like, Jimmy Stewart is the everyman. He is playing the part of everyman on The Tonight Show. They paid him to come in, and Jimmy Stewart, will you just make us all feel warm and happy because you are America? Yep. Because you are everyman? You're the avatar. You you are the avatar for all of us. And he's going to talk about his wife the old one and his dog named Bo. yep i mean that's it's baked in you're gonna make people mad i'm just i'm trying to think of just random examples you know john wick we want everybody to be on board with john wick going on his revenge spree they killed his dog who represented his wife right kill them all baby ellen
1: died i lost everything until that dog arrived on my doorstep.
0: We've got this character who is an assassin who is intrinsically not an everyman. We need to make him feel human and likable. He loves his puppy. He loves his puppy. Uh, you know, it's it's the cartoon character on the Looney Tunes. I will love him and pet him and call him yeah. George. The whole idea is that he's a monster. He's a big hulking. He's Lenny from Yeah, he's Lenny. Nice and Men. who's like a not a nice character ultimately the way that he works out in that yeah, novel. But you have him. He just likes bunny rabbits. He just likes dogs. Yeah, like that is a universal thing, and that is that is inescapable. The funny thing is, I feel like I have to prove that because I think if we were arguing with them, they would say no, it's not. And yet, if it's not, why did you bother tweeting in the first place? Right. Like, what's interesting about this, unless it has some kind some of kind meaning, of an
1: intrinsic meaning and power behind it. There's a thousand cartoons, you know, and tropes, just tropes about using dogs to get a girl, Mm -hmm. right? You know, the the entire first act of 101 Dalmatians. Right. Uh Right. You know, you take your dog on a walk to the park and the girl ogles over it and it's conversation starter and she sees you. As soft, it's, it's humanized you. It, it's humanized. You're not just some guy. You're not other. You're not the aggressive not male
0: character that's after her. You're you... out
1: here taking care of this cute puppy dog mm-hmm. that seems to like you. Aww, so cute. And I can now imagine myself liking you, and being loyal to you the way this cute puppy dog is. <sighs> right? It's the the stupid cartoon of you know the old man sitting on the bench with the dog, and the babe walks by, and she doesn't stop and talk to him, and so he hits the dog with a cane mm-hmm. you know like yeah Yeah,
0: you had, it, you had one job dog right you existed for the purpose of humanizing me so that a pretty girl would actually talk no. to me yeah even though i'm completely beneath her notice at this point in my agent station that's what dogs do that's like that's that's the whole point that's what's being signaled that's what's being signified here that's it yep Jump that's up. what
1: dog in and of itself is meant to do here. And why it's a contrast, like he goes on in the thread to point out the fact that Donald Trump has not just no dogs, but no pets. So we're supposed to draw from that.
0: Therefore, Trump is a bad, inhuman person. Again, they'd say, no you're not. Okay, then why did you bother telling us about it? What was the point? Fun fact! Trump didn't have any pets. How How does that even rise to the level of tweet? Unless it Tells us something about the character of the men in question. And you got to remember, this
1: is a BBC director and producer.
0: He understands how imagery and ideas and concepts and symbols work. Work. He's had to think about things like in advertising, if we want to sell family, we could do worse than, you know, this Christmas is coming up as we record this. We're going to see ads with cute little puppies nuzzling little girls under a Christmas tree yep. because that sells family, that sells America. The Clydesdale commercials for Budweiser, you want to say America, you want to say every man, you want to say down home, you want to say mama, apple pie, all this stuff. Yep. Get a dog. I'm, I'm sorry to keep repeating the point, but I just think it's important to keep repeating the
1: point. And that's just on the most basic level. When you take it the step farther, dogs have come to represent more... In our culture, dogs have been slowly, and pets, but especially dogs have been replacing children, Mm -hmm. in our mindset. You know, we think of like, the tweet calls these dogs Champ and Major Biden, assigns last name to them. Right, they're part of his family. They're part of the family. It's not Champ and Major, the dogs that have one name. It's Champ Biden and Major Biden, like children. And that's a part of... Our cultural idolatry that, that heightens dogs and diminishes children, which you know what? Guess what? Kind of key to the Biden-Harris administration. They're bloodthirsty pro-abortion nasty people. And dogs are like the baby beard, the gay beard of mm-hmm. bloodthirsty people.
0: I think it's true. You say, mm-hmm. dogs are children and we love dogs. It's actually supposed to in some kind of weird crazy perverse way equate to we love children we love children we're i'm an everyman i love children i'm for slaughtering them one second before they get out of the womb a fully developed baby and if that fails slaughtering it on the operating table i'm all for that but i've got two adorable kids of my own major and and Champ. champ and one of them
1: was a rescue dog so now we're elevating it even more we really have compassion on the most needy and most vulnerable dogs among us which, again, is just the hypocrisy of we kill the most needy and vulnerable people among us and we make a big show of loving the most vulnerable and needy dogs among us. And so it's just a step above. It's the next level. It's a way to raise it up. He's moved from everyman status, which he can still claim, to saintly upper end level everyman.
0: I think all of which we might be okay with or at least not be doing an episode about if he said, Well, obviously, we liberals really like Joe Biden because we think of him as an every man. We like dogs better than children. <laughs> I
1: mean, he wouldn't say that. But, you know, but if it was just an acknowledgement of, I like this guy and I like things about him, maybe even it, some of it's irrational. Mm-hmm. That would be one thing.
0: But the other bigger implicit thing is we. Everyone who has a deserved invitation at the table obviously likes this, which is just another way of saying, if you don't like this, if you can't get on board with any part of this, you don't deserve to be at the table. You've been excluded. It's ridiculous to even conceive of the fact that you exist.
1: Yeah. You must be a monster on the level of Trump who, need I remind you, didn't have any pets in the White House, let alone a rescue
0: We're all feasting in this hall. You're not invited, so you must be Grendel. I mean, that is the logic. Just, that's aggressive, right? I mean, we were talking beforehand as we broke this episode about other things that they have done that are much more obvious in this line. If you go to, as we record this, if you go to Biden's Twitter account, his pinned tweet is this ad that he released as soon as he was declared the president-elect. It's just people across America. And I forget what the slogan is, but it's... The idea is he's finally someone's bringing unity. Finally. Build back better, baby. Build back better. Yeah. Finally, we can all be united. This is a man who's not just for the people that voted for him, he's for everybody. Mm -hmm. And one of the great things about Trump, one of the things that I found very lovable about President Trump, was that he never pretended to be for everybody. (laughs) He said, I'm for these people (laughs) and for absolutely no one else. (laughs) I'm not for the Paris Accord. I'm not for this. I'm not for that. I'm for America
1: uh, and I'm for the class of voter that voted me into office and I am not for the liberal elites and I am not for the media.
0: And and I love that. And, and, And I think, conversely, if this guy said, if you support rescue dogs, if you like dogs and don't like children, if you think that Joe Biden's an everyman, then this is good. You'll like this. You'll like this, fun fact. this is the kind of thing you like, you'll like this. That's a lot different than saying, this is the kind of thing that obviously everyone would like. And to assert differently is not even actually conceivable to me.
1: Yeah. And it goes part and parcel with the flip side of this, which is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez saying, and we're gonna put you on lists, make sure we've got your names, and be sure that there are consequences for everybody who supported this whole Trump thing. Because they're staking claim to a version of America that is meant to exclude us. And it really is, get on board or get out. And, and maybe it feels like a thin premise that you know a tweet like this says that. But one, it really does say it. And two, it's part of a massive campaign of other things that are saying the same thing from all sides.
0: Yeah, I guess we wouldn't in be big bothering ways to do this this if this ways. was an anomaly, if this was one crank at the sure. BBC, but it's everybody. They all want to assert that they have the moral high ground and that their way is the right way and that anyone who doesn't follow it is a misogynist, racist, homophobic monster. I mean, this is exactly what we've always talked about with my discomfort with the Guardians of the Galaxy films and with a lot of modern action cinema is that it just simply demonizes and dehumanizes the enemy yep. and then dispatches them with great glee. Yep. And it's training people. It's training people to think in those terms about the people that don't agree with them. It's why you kind of have to love the liberals that actually signed the thing in favor of JK Rowling Mm -hmm. It's it's why you have to kind of love, in its shabbiest forms, anyone reaching across the aisle at any point for any reason. Mm -hmm. Because they're acknowledging, eh, you know, maybe there's people on the other side of things. Maybe more than one voice belongs at this table. But this tweet actually doesn't acknowledge that. So I I don't think it's too big of a claim to say that it's, it's very aggressive. And I think that that's why people like it actually i think that that's why people retweet it i think that this is why they hit like on it because their brain knows their subconscious knows even if they wouldn't be able to articulate it they know this scores points so there you go joe biden's dog bringing down america well guys i'm certainly glad we got that episode in the kennel
1: Listeners, if you uh, like this episode, throw us a bone on social media, rate, review, sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Sound of Sanity. Yeah, if you just pause for a minute, do that.
0: Unleash yourself.
1: Well, we sure collared this guy.
0: <laughs> do you guys think that all conservatives go to heaven? Wow. <laughs> this episode sure had a lot of... Spark invite. <laughs> oh man, Ben's starting to do an Irish dance. Who let the clogs out? Wow, that was that was what
1: what layer of pun? What's that? Who uh, let the clogs out? That's at least a What's seven reference <laughs> to a dog thing.
0: Well, folks go to patreon.com forward slash sound of sanity support us for the price of one can of dog food probably i don't know how much those things cost
1: i mean if you gave us the monetary equivalent of a can of dog food a month we'd appreciate it if you gave us an actual can of dog food a month
0: ben would appreciate it yeah yeah i'll send it to joe biden (laughs) ben does his part for major and champ biden i do all right well we hope you've enjoyed this episode Until next time, stay Stay sane.